everybody. This is Thomas Howard, a.k.a. DJ Doc, and I want to welcome you to Straight Talk. I love the fact that we're able to come to you and bring you a whole slew of businesses that you need to know. This is our segment on businesses to know, and I have with me today this young man, Bogdan Machusinski, is the founder of iServe, which stands for International Service Education through research, vision, and empowerment. In his role through iServe, Bogdan acts as a scholarships and international opportunities advisor. He's teaching leaders diplomacy, skills, international project development, and the art of designing award-winning essays for scholarships, fellowships, university, and grants to help people access life-changing opportunities. Bogdan, how you doing? Doing great, sir. Thanks for having me on this show. I really oh. appreciate it, and uh, thanks to everyone for listening. Oh, most definitely, most definitely. Now, I know that Bogdan is your name, but I know you've got a nickname that you usually go by. What is it? Uh, yes, that's Bogey. <laughs> thanks for pointing that out. <laughs> oh, yeah, most... most of my uh, good friends and family know me as Bogey. Okay, all right. So I hope I can call you Bogey. Oh, definitely. I consider you a great friend, and through all our interactions in the community, uh, definitely I consider you and Lori good friends. All right, all right. <laughs> so one of the things I want to start off, I want people to know a little bit of your background about you. So tell us a little bit about who Bogey is. Sure. So a little bit about me. I'm a first-generation college student. My parents immigrated to the United States from different countries, and that's actually part of what inspired me to do what I do through iServe because I started to realize that not only through my own story, not everyone is afforded the same opportunities, the same access to education, international opportunities to travel, to study, multicultural life-changing experiences. And I got a little frustrated, not only during my own journey, but also seeing other people who were so talented, so so such great potential in people that I wanted to close that international experience and education gap, gap for students and community members. Mm -hmm. So as I was growing up in a multilingual family, I almost had this reality check when I was a teenager, kind of acknowledging that I had a unique background and that I was also uniquely positioned where I was interacting with people from different cultures, different countries, people who spoke different languages. That was normal to me. However, with this eclectic group, a lot of us, though, didn't know how to navigate the system, so to speak, whether that's the education system, getting careers, things of that nature. And on my first try at attempting to go into the university system in California, I enjoyed it, but it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. Right. I experienced a lot of shock. And ultimately, I found myself realizing that I was not in the right environment. It's no fault. I don't blame anyone. It's not anyone else's fault. It's just I didn't know what I didn't know, and I had to leave university at that time. Okay. And through that journey, that led me to start reinventing myself, realizing that there's a gap that I needed to fill for myself, and I started to work toward helping others as well. And that's a great thing. You know, once we go through something and experience it, a lot of times you want to help somebody so that they don't have to go through the wrong things. Exactly. And, and you saw that. Fantastic, fantastic. Now, with doing this, tell us some of the people that you've helped. Uh, it's been quite a journey. I truly started this by accident where 
I started falling into certain situations, not only in San Diego, not only in California, but by nationally along our US-Mexico border regions, as well as internationally. I've had the privilege to earn many scholarships, fellowships, international and domestic awards and grants. And through these experiences, not only was it an opportunity for me to develop my own skills in different spheres, whether that's international relations, leadership, how to develop international projects, but also seeing that it's truly about serving others. Mm-hmm. And through those experiences that help humanize others, I realized, you know, we're, we're all the same around the world in the sense that we're human beings. We want well for our families we want to learn we want good things if you ask the average person around the world i've been privileged to travel to over 40 countries most people want the same thing they just want to live in peace they want to enjoy time with their family have a way to earn an income and be able to help others right and and by meeting those different people i got to hear their experiences whether that was on one of my trips to the Middle East, where I was studying conflict over there, it's really powerful to hear stories of people who have had lived through such difficult circumstances, whether they themselves or their family members were victims of violence, whether there are those who may be suffering in a post-conflict situation, such as when I went to visit Aceh, Indonesia, Mm-hmm. which suffered one of the most catastrophic tsunamis back in 2004. Also, I've had the opportunity to travel to Egypt uh, to have some fulfilling moments where I worked with students at the American University in Cairo. Additionally, I've had the opportunity to go to Canada to present research on how to reduce violence in communities, especially cross-border communities such as our San Diego region and also in the Canada-U.S. border region. So I've had my share of travels where meeting people, listening to their stories has helped me not only gain more compassion for people, but realize through everyday actions, each of us, myself, you, your listeners, have the ability to serve one another, whether that's helping the office day-to-day be more peaceful reducing conflict through better interpersonal relations whether that's in a teaching environment where a teacher learns how to have better emotional intelligence and pick up on the fact that maybe a student is suffering with home life issues right and intervenes and reports maybe there's a situation where a student sees that their friend also is not doing well and maybe they can help them out Right. But back to your question of just meeting these great people, it, it, it's truly been rewarding in the sense that you don't know who you're going to meet. And I have appreciated this journey that, that's literally been global and afforded me the opportunity to help everyone around the world that has been open to receiving the information that I like to share. And you know what's great about that is we're the majority of, of people are in their own area. And what I mean is if they're in a particular country or particular city, all that they really know and they care about is that city. But just like you making the journey, you see that 
The problems that everyone has here in the States are the same problems that are all over the world, you know, and I'm not talking yep. about the major things, just like you talked about with minor conflict, things of that nature, um, not feeling good that day, not knowing where your next meal is going to come from. Those are worldwide issues. And the big thing is everybody is suffering throughout the world the same. You know, we may not think about it because we may not get around to go into those areas and we just feel that we're focused on our own little area. So exactly. I, I can understand how that can assist you with knowing what people need. You know, it's not just American people. It's people all over the world. Definitely. And, and I like the fact that you said, what do they need? Because it's very important. One of the biggest things I encourage any organization to do any business before they start do a needs assessment because for example i've worked on many local and international humanitarian projects as well mm -hmm. and people can have a big heart to serve to help others and let's say for example someone says let's do a charity drive and what are we going to do as a part of that charity drive we're gonna get a bunch of household goods that we no longer need and we're going to organize in the community and we're going to give that away. And let's right. say they find a group that they're going to give that away to and that group perceives it. And that group in need, if you actually ask them, what do you need? You might be surprised that what they need is actually simpler, such as I've had this actually happen where I was assisting a group and I was speaking in a different language to help with translations. And I took the time to actually ask the group when I met with them, what do you actually need? Mm -hmm. And I could tell they felt a little embarrassed because they were already receiving lots of donations and they didn't want to be rude. But I said, look, I'm a friend. I was asked to come here to help as kind of a mediator. What do you really need if I can get that to you? Right. right. It wasn't anything fancy. The response was, we just need food. Mm -hmm. We just need rice and beans. We just need simple things. We don't need fancy. We don't need, you know, a, a lot of glamour. We we just right. need to make, we just need to make it with our kids and these families. We're helping another couple of weeks. Right, and you know what's interesting about that is, with them saying food, you you might get some people that look at the fact, oh yeah, okay, they need a steak dinner, you know, they need a big spread and so forth, but they were truly keeping it simple. They were they just said, telling you. If you can bring 50, 50 pound bags of rice and beans, that would be great. Right, said. right. And you know, that's that's fantastic to be able to help somebody. And and that leads me into, I want to speak about our sponsor real quick. So our sponsor for today's Straight Talk is Young Black and in Business. They are an all-inclusive networking organization serving America's diverse small business owners and entrepreneurs. They help early entrepreneurs grow their professional network offer high-value exposure opportunities, and provide entrepreneurial content from seasoned entrepreneurs. With Young, Black, and in Business, you can grow your network through membership, which introduces you to like-minded entrepreneurs, or grow your net worth through their programming, which prepares you to access capital. Young, Black, and in Business has a proven track record of hosting events that attract both traditional and digital media attention, industry experts, and dignitaries. 
Through signature programs and direct relationships with publishers, Young Black and in Business has the capacity to ensure their members gain the exposure they value. So make sure you contact them today via their website, joinybnb.com. All right, all right. So, Bogey, I want you to tell us what else is it that you're doing along with your business? Sure. So just reflecting real back for those who might be joining in right now, think of my organization as an umbrella that hosts various different types of education activities. So you had mentioned that one of the roles I have is as a scholarship and international opportunities advisor. That's just one track, one lane. Another thing that I work on is how to help community members or those who might be in business redirect their focus to still work on making a profit, but doing it with a social entrepreneurship model where they don't just focus on their bottom line of making a profit, but how can their business also make a quantitative social impact? For example, <clears throat> there's businesses out there that they might do catering. And a lot of people think, okay, that's great having different type of food experiences, but there's some businesses out there who have taken it to the next level where they hire specific demographics of people who might not traditionally be hireable or might be discriminated against to work in certain fields, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. So having consultations like that to explain, you can actually broaden not only your employee range to have more skilled people come in, but it's a great way to help those who might not traditionally be able to get a job as well as to teach them skills so that they can be productive in society and also feel dignified. Okay. All right. Another focus that I've been working on lately is teaching students and career professionals different types of frameworks to use for designing, planning, and doing research on international projects, whether that's a business project, whether that's developing a project. For example, I got to go to Egypt, as I had mentioned earlier, and with the students in the American University of Cairo, we didn't have a lot of time. So in this short period, my goal was to teach these students in a train-the-trainer format where they would learn how to design projects with minimum to no resources. And a lot of people think, okay, but I need a $50,000 grant. I need a $1 million grant. No, the, the task at hand was you start with what you have today. No excuses, mm -hmm. no grants. What tangible resources do you have? What skill sets do you have with the people here? And what was great about these motivated students who were from Egypt they already had the desire to help others. They were actually called the help club. Okay. And what these students did was they looked for ways to support humanitarian causes in the community. What my goal was is to give them the capacity to learn how to develop these projects more quickly to improve efficiency, but also impact more people. So within a four hour training session, we were able to get the students to come together and they designed 12 different tangible projects that they could launch that day. There was no need for extra funding, extra resources. No, they had narrowed it down to 12 different projects that they could 
roll out throughout the rest of the year. So for me, I think that's very important because as I started off the show saying, I understand not everyone's afforded the same opportunity, access to resources, access to education. So it's very important that I teach skills where someone doesn't have to come in with thousands of dollars to be able to launch something. Right. And that's that's a key thing, you know, showing people that they can do something that they're trying to achieve and assisting them in reaching that without the whole big thought of I need so much funds. You know, there's different exactly. ways to do that. And and I love the fact that you're able to help them find what it is they're trying to do as well as a better way to do it where they don't need the funds that they thought they did. You know? Exactly. And and it's it's good that people are able to see this and get assistance with this. Because there are so many people out there that want to help one another. You know? And just making it so that they understand that that can be done is something that's fantastic. Yeah. You know? And then um, one more thing that came to mind I've helped with also is uh, doing mediation facilitation. So I've part of my background is uh, international conflict resolution. Mm-hmm. And I've been able to help train different individuals on how to mediate from small groups, one-on-one, interpersonal, to larger groups. And those have been people from the community. Those have been college students. Those have been law enforcement professionals. Those have been government workers and NGO workers. So it's been very fulfilling and rewarding to be able to share my skills that I've been fortunate to go through these different fellowship and leadership programs and develop my skills and then give it back and pay it forward in that sense. So right now, you're actually the first show to officially hear this. I'm privileged to have the opportunity, but for this summer, we're going to be launching an International Leadership Academy online. And it's going to be an opportunity where people are going to have to apply. But for those who are selected, we're going to be putting together some of the best of the best information that not only have I had the privilege of being uh, afforded to learn, but also I'm going to be bringing in very special individuals from around the world to help educate others. Mm-hmm. in these different types of fields on project development, on management, on how to develop one's branding, how to intervene in different situations, how to um, get sponsorships, fund, funding, things of that nature. And so that's really something, excited for this. Yeah, that sounds fantastic. We, we definitely, you know, want to uh, be a part of that to help you with getting the word out and, and getting that uh, going. I, I, I love the fact that we've talked before about um, both wanting to help others. And, you know, part exactly. of, of our business, Thomas Howard Enterprises and Rock Enterprises, we are about creating a culture of caring. And that culture of caring is for humanity. You know, the way that people work with one another and should help one another and deal with one another. And I love yes. the fact that you talk about, you know, the conflict resolution, which I think is huge. You know, I can think maybe 10 years back, the schools started talking more about that term, conflict resolution. And you heard it in more businesses and things of that nature. Because, you know, the biggest thing I've always looked at and I've told my kids is for a conflict, it takes two people, two or more, you know. And a lot of times everyone says, you're always real mellow. Yeah, because, you know, it's not when I look at stuff, it's not really worth getting 
all riled up about it. And a lot of times, me not going off will cause the other person to just relax. And so that's all what conflict resolution is about, you know, in a nutshell, so to speak, my easy, small way. But um, yeah, and I love how you will get so much further in depth with it, um, explaining to people and so forth. So, and, and, and if I might have a, a quick minute, one mm-hmm. thing I wanted to share is a local opportunity. So I'm also a Rotary Peace Fellow. I was accepted to an international conflict management program a few years back. And through that, I've partnered with Rotary at the local level here in San Diego and Imperial Counties. And what we're offering lately is we're trying to help students specifically in the Southeast San Diego and South Bay areas and uh, Tijuana area of uh, Mexico. And we're offering several fully funded positions. This means at no cost to the students, these are high school students, to participate in a model United Nations program. And for those who are listening who might not be familiar, what it is is the students, they take on the persona and role of international diplomats representing countries. We educate them for several months on the skills that's required to act in this position. Mm -hmm. And they come together in April each year. We have this conference each year. And they come together from over 30 different schools. And it's over 70 students. And this year they're going to be at the Del Mar City Hall. And also the Del Mar City Mayor is going to be speaking as well as several VIPs. And I'm very privileged I'll also be speaking at that event April 1st. And what's so beautiful about it is you see the progress of the students who they may have never even traveled to a different part of San Diego. Yet over the months, they've studied diligently. They've learned about global issues that, as we talked earlier, might affect students similarly in another country. While they could be representing the United Kingdom, China, Russia, different countries, and they're coming together to learn how to solve these issues and negotiate and then come to a final resolution that they all must agree upon to move forward with. So events like that for me are very rewarding because we get to not only fully fund and sponsor these events for students, but in particular, we want to really close that international experience and multicultural gap that we've seen uh, is prevalent throughout San Diego County. Right. And I love the fact because, you know, they always talk about the children are our future. So if we can get them on the right track, doing the right things to try and make sure that conflict is decreased and caring about one another exists, then we are well ahead of the game. Well ahead of the game. Well, Bogey, I want to thank you for being on with us. It has been truly a blessing to have you. And I want to make sure that everyone knows you can reach Bogey at iserveinternational.com. That's his website, iserveinternational.com. You can go to that website. It will be in the show details. And you can contact Bogey if you have some questions, if you want to assist. Make sure you reach out. All right. Bogey, once again, I want to thank you for being here with us. And, and DJ Doc, um, I, I know you have a lot of great listeners. And that being said, if it's okay with you, I'd like to actually give your listeners a gift. Is that okay with oh, you? Oh, most definitely. Go ahead. So, so, so what I'm hoping to do for those who are interested to kind of learn a little bit more about what I'm doing and to help their own students or get help for themselves if they find themselves in a situation where 
they want to enter a life-changing program such as a fellowship, get into university or graduate school, study abroad. For the first 10 people who are listening who go to your Instagram account, your Instagram account of DJDocSD, the number one, DJDocSD, the number one, the first 10 people who go there and in the comments write, I serve coaching, I serve coaching. For those first 10 people who do that, I'm going to give them a one-on-one -on -one session for free virtually and we'll we'll make those arrangements but for the first people who comment in your Instagram feed we'll be giving them uh, one hour free of coaching toward working on their life-changing application grant opportunity or whatever it may be that's respective to their goals so I just want to do that because I know your organization means well does lots of great things and I'm sure your listeners are great people too for uh, looking for that Yes, they are. Thank you, thank you. And once again, that's DJ Doc SD One. All right, on Instagram. So you heard it. Go ahead, go there, and and put in I serve coaching, and they will reach out and get back to you. And I want to thank our sponsor, Young Black and in Business. Once again, you want to make sure that you contact them, and you can reach them at joinybnb.com. They, too, will be in the show details. All right, everybody, thanks for being here with us this week, and we'll talk to you next time. Peace. Peace.